0: Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba ReMax Metro Eastside,
1: and Eric Oz is here from HomeBridge Financial Home Mortgage. Happy summer! <laughs> happy summer! Yeah, oh, I'm just I'm just happy it's here. It's just such a great time to be living in the Pacific Northwest. It
0: so happy! <laughs> well, <laughs> you goofball, doing my best. Uh, yeah, yes, best to be a goofball. Uh, just kidding. Sorry. Actually, you know when I say I, I wear you, that you, like a badge of honor. I know you almost wear it like that. What was the name of that cookware?
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: You were pyro something or whatever. Something
1: something plastic safe or something I, or other. I'm-
0: laugh so hard at the antics that you and your wife post on social media it's hilarious I'm
1: just trying to cook some dinner and she's videotaping and Polly safe yeah she's I'm glad poly you're Polly safe. safe and I'm like what are you talking about <laughs> and then later the the yeah. video goes up on YouTube or Facebook, Facebook or wherever else and she's got a four inch round sticker on my back that's from some cooking sh- pan cooking container somewhere <laughs> I don't know. Oh well, I got her though. She was just mad at me because she was at um, at Fred Meyer earlier. Uh-huh. She goes, "Is there anything you need there?" And I go, "Yeah, you know, I I'm working on a project out in the oh, shop. No. I need a board stretcher." And she's like, "Oh, for heaven's sake!" She's like, "A what?" I go, "A board stretcher."
0: So you had her walking all over Fred Meyer, asking people for a board <laughs> stretcher.
1: I did. I'm, she finally she finally got somebody on the phone, and they're like, "What is it you're looking for?" I go, "Board stretch, you know, in a two by four, it's not quite long enough. You put it on the board stretcher, it stretches it out." <sighs> so I probably deserved uh, I you, deserved that I, one I'm this this time around. Very
0: certain you deserved that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh boy. I'm so glad I'm not married to you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do like the sense of humor that both of you have, but. Um, yeah, there's times I'm like... Mm. Although oh. I I will say a lot of people in my family are kind of like that, where they're constantly playing pranks on each other yeah. and jokes and we oh. have email strings or text strings, I should say, that go on and on and on. Well, with
1: yeah, no, like we that. can do this all day long. Then yes. she got me, she taped... You know the little party snappers, you just throw them on the ground and they snap, they make a snapping oh, sound? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, she taped a bunch to the wheel of my car. So I go to back up and it's like... I didn't know <laughs> what, what was going on there.
0: I actually really like
1: <laughs> i really I thought something was you. broken I'm, yeah i'm like what I'm the heck a camera in the car
0: on you yeah oh, well oh, no my goodness that would have been fun
1: so i i hung a, a fake mouse in her backup camera so when she <laughs> clicked into reverse and looked on her screen there was a mouse looking at her anyway oh Great. Yeah, we're chi- uh, we're children. Yeah, pretty uh, much.
0: You know what? You gotta have a good sense of humor, though. <laughs>
1: Life's too short.
0: hundred Ex- percent. Absolutely. Hundred. And you know,
1: and I I, I took the sage advice from my brother many years ago, uh, mm-hmm. who said never let an opportunity to mess with somebody go by.
0: And I'm sure Cheryl. I can uh-huh. attest to that. Oh, yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: know the two of you have definitely been doing it for yeah. many decades upon decades. Yes, we have. We've
1: <laughs> we've honed our craft.
0: Yes, you have. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway. Um, you know so, what? I, can I say something that's – I'm sorry. I'm going to get yeah. us back into real estate since that's our thing. <laughs> um, speaking of messing with people, mm-hmm. uh, this is a not quite a PSA – Um, it's, I, I, so I, I'm always grateful when people reach out to me whom I've known for years and, you know, I get questions from people like, you know, they're not even always necessarily in a real estate transaction with us, but Mm -hmm. because you and I are both seen as experts in our fields, we're constantly asked questions and whatnot, um, for people and I got someone this last week who reached out to me and I, I don't mind. I've given her like market updates on Mm -hmm. her house, um, you know, pricing, all that kind of thing. But I got to tell you two, I'm going to tell you two stories. Um, One, and it's humbling for one, but it also just reminds me like why we do this show Mm -hmm. and the, the reminders to people of like, please, you know, work with solid professionals, um, be upfront with what you're looking for from someone. And and when you don't get it, don't feel bad about walking away from it. But mm-hmm. I had a, a gal who I've known for years. Um, as you know, I used to perform. And one of the ways I used to kind of practice some of the performing that I did, uh, especially because I was doing cover bands, right? So mm-hmm. I want to go practice new material. So I would go yeah. to karaoke sure. at um, a place down in Renton called Uncle Mo's. <laughs> yes. and, and they've had a couple of different karaoke hosts. And when I very first moved down to Renton, uh, back in 2007, uh, a guy named Murray Coleman was the guy who was the host, and mm-hmm. he had kind of antiquated equipment. But uh, but but he was good, and I got to know him and his wife Rebecca. Yeah. Um, and she reached out to me recently with just a heart wrenching. She lost her her stepdad who yeah. helped raise her since she was five. Now she's they're around my age. Yeah. And um, they're down in Vancouver washington okay and father passed away super sad set of circumstances a health issue that got exacerbated by some mm. medical stuff uh that when he was being treated things went wrong mm-hmm. and it was it was very sad and he'd been yeah. helping care for her mother who also had had medical issues and now is not able to care for herself mm. and she called me up and just said I have been trying to get help. She goes, I'm the power of attorney for my mother and I need to do these things. And she's like, I'm calling you because I've had conversations with so many sketchy agents mm, mm-hmm. that I I need some help. Yeah. She's like, Can you help me? Yeah. And so I have a lot of connections down in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And so I'm reaching out to one in specific who is somebody who I have referred back and forth with for years. In fact, I know her cousin who used to, uh, used to work in Des Moines as my massage therapist now Mm -hmm. down in Spanaway. And, um, so anyway, I'm, I'm reaching out to her. Yeah. We'll see if I'm going to actually ask her if she would co-list with me just so that Ro will feel comfortable and confident. Mm -hmm. Even if we just do it kind of as a referral basis type thing, I still want to say like, let me just help and stay mm-hmm. engaged yeah right yeah and the reason why I'm I'm considering doing it that way is because here's the other thing one of my other past clients who came to me not long ago with a 1031 exchange we ended up she's she has some stuff some property under contract now um, in st. Louis and Chicago which I did not get to assist her with but she gave me also some Great feedback, which I'm going back out to my network with. Mm-hmm. That in her transaction, she said, "You know, the thing that I felt like she goes, they weren't like you." She
1: mm-hmm. goes,
0: "A couple of them, I, I was doing some transactions and She goes, "But it just seemed like they wanted to push their own property mm-hmm. listings."
1: Right, that happens a lot, and yeah.
0: and I guess I get, you know, because the way that me and my team operate, I just. I don't think that way. In fact, we tell people we try and avoid dual mm-hmm. agency because I think it's an inherent conflict of interest. Right. So she gave me this really long but excellent set of feedback because I kept prompting her because she was like, yeah, I'm good, I'm taking care of. Because, I mean, she came up to her deadline yeah. the other day and I was like, hey, you just told me the other day you were going to do this here because you were not finding what you needed elsewhere. Because originally we weren't going to have her do anything here in the Seattle area because, one, the cash flow didn't make any sense. Um, the restrictive you know Mm -hmm. elements against landlords in the city of Seattle and whatnot right so we had actually chosen to have her go elsewhere even though she wanted to work with me we were trying to do these other things and um, so she gave me this really great set of feedback just saying I just got to tell you this is kind of how everyone else really came across to me she goes honestly they're not you Mm. and it seems like so many people have their other own agenda.
1: That's a good compliment.
0: It, it was a great compliment, but it also made me a little sad mm-hmm. because it meant I'm gonna need to go back to some people in my network and be like, what happened here? Mm-hmm. Because when I called to talk to you about exactly what we were trying to do, at the end of the day, that's not what it feels like was accomplished.
1: I'll I'll tell you what, what I've heard before. You know, okay. from agents, from not as good ones, and and just to kind of frame that, you know, one of you know my jobs, I teach continuing education for real estate agents, yeah. and I actually have one class that I wrote specifically around anecdotes from one realtor who we will refer to as the world's worst realtor.
0: Yes, I just brought him up the other day to somebody.
1: <laughs> so, so, but I, I've heard this from from more than one. It's like, oh, you know, this was a referral, mm. so I'm not getting paid the full boat I, on it. Yes. So that I'm, I'm, me I'm not going to really work as hard on this one because, you know, I, I'm not getting
0: gonna... point of a referral. So you will work harder for that. <laughs>
1: exactly. That's exactly. The whole point. Yeah, exactly. And that's,
0: I mean, we take that super seriously. In fact, actually one of the testimonials we have online is from a guy mm-hmm. named Brian keys. Yeah. Who's from the Texas area and he's with Remax and He raves about us because I helped his sister like they had some family medical issues with their mom and she had to go take care of their mom full time. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And so she
0: left her. She loved her position with Starbucks here locally Mm -hmm. uh, working for corporate. But she she needed to leave and take care of family. Yeah. And we did 100 percent remote on to on in two weeks. Wow. With her condo here. Yeah, Yeah. And they were. blown away yeah absolutely blown away at the level of service and how quickly we responded Mm -hmm. and all these other things and i you know it wasn't my highest price sale last year but but so what the whole point is your it's relationship based Mm -hmm. and it's about providing value and service to somebody and it just still i don't know why 19 years later it still (laughs) blows me away
1: well, but that, not everybody looks, not at, it everybody looks at it that way. Yeah, I look at it as a gift. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm licensed in a whole bunch of different states, all right. across the West Coast, and Arizona, and Florida, and Hawaii, mm-hmm. and 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 so it I,
0: makes me want to get licensed in more states.
1: <laughs> well, you know, but but if if I have another loan officer refer somebody to me, mm-hmm. you know, because they're not licensed in in a particular state, I that's a gift, and I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna treat them, you know, especially yeah. well.
0: Well, and the thing that gets me is. Every business person, whether it's me or you or anybody, all businesses Mm -hmm. have to market. Yes. And the relationship based marketing of like, you're a connection and a trusted resource in my own industry. And therefore, I, you know, I bypass all the junk online. Yeah, absolutely. To provide this opportunity for you. Yeah. For right sure. for sure so we're going to be talking about other like local opportunities as we have a guest from the Newcastle Chamber of Commerce with us today but um first we're going to get to a little bit more about the markets and what's happening and then we'll be right back after these messages with Open House with Team Riva
1: Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. Eric Austin is here from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage.
0: And Reba has from Team Reba. And
1: we're here every Saturday at 2 o'clock,
0: Sundays at 3.
1: And always on podcast.
0: Always, always, always go to your favorite podcast resource and you can go follow us there. So if you miss us on a Saturday or a Sunday, we're always available to you,
1: and it's a totally searchable database too, which mm-hmm. which you've set up, and I know put hours and hours and hours into that. Thank you're you welcome. very, very much. Yes, so you're uh, it's uh, any topic you can possibly think of that has to do with real estate or or things in the Pacific Northwest, it's going to be on yeah. there.
0: well, and not even just yeah, Pacific Northwest, it's about mortgage, it's about insurance, it's mm-hmm. business, it's all kinds of stuff so and regional impact is right. one of those things. Which leads us into our guest.
1: Yes, it does.
0: Yes. So we would love to introduce to you here. uh, We have Norma McKinney, who is the past president of the Newcastle Chamber of Commerce. Welcome, Norma.
2: Hi, Reba. Hi, Eric.
0: Thanks for being here today. We appreciate you taking the very valuable time.
2: Happy to be here to talk about the chamber anytime.
1: Excellent. Well, uh, so tell us a little bit, uh, Norm. I know just offline you were mentioning that the the Newcastle Chamber is an all-volunteer chamber. And can you tell us a little bit about your organization and and what you do for the city of Newcastle?
2: Sure. So I think knowing that a chamber is all-volunteer might be a little foreign to some of your uh, listeners, but, in fact, a little little data point for the state of Washington, there are 55 chambers in the entire state who are completely volunteer-driven. And some of uh, your listeners might think of the big chambers in Seattle, Spokane, and Bellevue and such, and they have staff and CEOs and such. You know, We don't. And so the president... Um, is the person who guides the chamber for the year. And then we have a board and our volunteers. And the things that we do specifically for the Newcastle Chamber, of course, like every every chamber in the state and across the country, we do our monthly luncheons for our networking. And we did that all through the lockdown. We did Zooms and we did all sorts of stuff to keep our uh, membership engaged. And now we're in a hybrid model, which is nice to, to offer that as well. But in the community... Uh, we had done activities for example like movie night. Let's just let's let's get the families together outside and have an outdoor movie night and had our local businesses like Home Street Bank and Frosty Barrel come in and and provide popcorn and ice cream and such just to get families together. We sponsor the Diamond Awards, which is a community event recognizing um, individuals and businesses in our area, and more impo- and just as important, the youth. Our incredible youth who are doing incredible things in the area. Um, we work really closely with our city um, on activities as well. And this year, as we've done for the last two, last years, except for COVID, we are part of what's called Newcastle Days, and we are the fun tent at, at Newcastle Days. We are the um, uh, the provider of beer and wine for uh, Newcastle Days, which is a community wide event. Uh, just celebrating Newcastle and celebrating our residents and our businesses and what we bring to the community. So that's just a little bit of what we do um, uh, day in, day out. And and just like all chambers, you know, our goal is to always increase our networking capability, support our local businesses and highlight our local businesses because they are the backbone of our community.
1: That's awesome. You know, now some of our listeners, we have listeners from Almost every continent, except Antarctica, I oh. suppose. Yeah. Uh, but tell it. Can you give a real quick description of kind of what the borders are for Newcastle? Because it's not Renton. It's not Bellevue. Right.
2: Right. Well, we, where is Newcastle? Are, yeah. Where is Newcastle? You don't need a pa- number one. You don't need a passport to get here. Oh, good. It's Really, really easy. And so, uh, if you're on four hundred five, I four um, hundred five, which is the, obviously the interstate um, on the east side. Uh, we, uh, we are nestled in between, uh, uh, 112th Street of uh, 405 and we go right up to the Issaquah border and we're right between, we're the city that is between Bellevue and Renton. Uh, a lot of people come through our city every day. In fact, we have a very high drive-through rate mm-hmm. of people who like to avoid 405 in the morning and yeah. at night and drive oh. through our area. Especially oh. through the uh, highlands. We are,
0: yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. So we are right on Cold Creek Parkway, and we're about three square miles.
1: Okay,
0: yeah. only three square miles. Do you know how many houses happen to be in that?
2: Oh God, um, you know I I did know that early this year, but I don't know it. Okay. Um, but we're mostly housing. We do have apartments, and we do have some apartments coming in.
1: Wow, and if you but if you asked me, the very center of Newcastle would be Yeas Walk. Chinese restaurant, oh, which is okay. like one of my favorite Chinese restaurants. I did not yes. know that. <laughs> oh, it's good. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they're good.
2: And across the street is Tapatio, which has been yes. a new household for years and years. And I have to give a shout out. You know, they did Yelman's work during the, uh, the the lockdown. They put a tent up. Um, they did uh, take out. The, the owners, Elda and her family, worked their themselves to the bone to just continue this service the Newcastle and greater Newcastle community. And, you know, when you have businesses like that who actually care about their customers and care about the neighborhood and care about the broader community, you, know, you just can't ask for anything better than that. So they're just a great example of, of, a, of a business who just rolled up their sleeves, picked up themselves up, up off the floor, and just refused to quit. And we are just delighted that Tapeteo caused Newcastle homes.
1: Mm, that's awesome. How much have you seen your your town change over the years? I mean, just the east side in general has just been growing exponentially. Are you seeing the same experience there?
2: Um, that's a really good question, Eric. And I, I'll answer it this way, is we're pretty finite in our geography. As I said, we're not a big area. Mm-hmm. Um, but what um, what happened during COVID right before one of the uh, old, old uh uh, companies called, uh, sold their land. And now we have what's called the new council commons and the new council commons is a relatively new area for us. And inside of that we were very excited to see BECU come in, mod pizza over late, in, um, primary and urgent care. Uh, of course, Starbucks is there and we have an awesome, uh, sushi place called I he, or excuse me, AJ's. And it's wonderful. Um, uh, Again, I mentioned Frosty Barrel earlier in, in our conversation and blazing onion. So the whole point of the commons was to bring in more restaurants because nice. we had while well, Tapatillo and New Cap and Tapatillo and News are wonderful, that the 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 citizenry really wanted some more restaurants. So that was mm-hmm. brought in. And Reba to your point I believe about apartments just Just east of there uh, with the border of the YMCA is a whole condominium uh, apartment community that is brand new to the Newcastle area.
0: Well, and I can understand why Newcastle would have wanted to have some other options available because I will say that the landing down in Renton and even Renton downtown and the Highlands does Get a lot of your citizenry coming in um, because mm-hmm. of they were looking for for options. But mm-hmm. so I think it's great yeah. that, that there's some growth there. We Eric and I talk here on the show all the time about the Growth Management Act. Um, does require every city within the borders of you know how they've delineated that needing to put more density and and housing opportunity. And so we're always kind of curious about the growth of that and then what the businesses are doing because you only have a really vibrant city community if you also have a vibrant business community.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That is absolutely correct. And I think the commons was an excellent addition to the community. And like I said, it brought in more restaurants, more diversity. And our and our established restaurants have not suffered from that. You know, I mm-hmm. think that just when people want the to go out, they might, they might decide to go out two times a week as opposed to one because they have more options here. And it's just been really great to have the, those new restaurants in town and um, just utilize the space. It was had been um, kind of dormant for quite some time. And so now that, that gives us all... And people from Bellevue and Renton and other places, when mm-hmm. they're coming, driving through, if they want to meet their family or something, they can come in and and enjoy Newcastle.
0: Nice. So um, I'm curious to know, it says on, so for anyone who wants to look into more information about the Newcastle Chamber, the website is newcastle-chamber.org if you want to go there. Uh, But it mentions like one of the events, there's like a a wine and beer garden during Newcastle days. Is that why you said your tent's the fun tent?
2: i did say that and yes that is what we are Our historically is our um our our project is to staff that and we will be staffing that the entire day of newcastle Day days to uh to let uh, the over 21 crowd of newcastle come in and just sit down and enjoy and what we do is we source it from local wineries um here in in the area so uh it's we try to keep as local as possible and just give people places to enjoy and connect with their uh, family and friends and neighbors.
1: Which, wh- wh- when is Newcastle Day? Yeah, I was
0: just about to ask for the dates.
2: Oh, yeah, September 10th. Ah, and it is at okay. Lake, lake Boren, uh, which is our obviously our lake here in Newcastle, and it's a park uh, associated with that. Um, a great walking, there's a track around it. You can, a uh, nice track for you to walk around and um, the the lake is beautiful with the ducks and all that so it's just a great setting for all that and then plus to just on that one day we just get to celebrate Newcastle
1: oh excellent well perfect that's right around Oktoberfest time as well so (laughs)
0: there you go (laughs) you know so you maybe see Eric over there (laughs) I, I, I think
2: know where you go, Eric, in terms of your calendar. So. Yeah, you
1: got it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, and and um, give us a little bit of the history of, of Newcastle, because that's that's coal mining country, correct?
2: Yes. Yes, it is. So Newcastle uh, was built around the coal mines, obviously. It's interesting is that uh, I'm a big walker in the area, and one of my, my walking routes is in an area that still has some of the original housing from mm-hmm. the uh, the Newcastle Mines. The, the foreman and the president have, the original houses are still here, and the, the owners have obviously added on through the years, but you can still see some of the original masonry from that. So that's kind of cool to
0: that is a little yeah. bit of his,
2: history as you walk through. Um, so it, it was quite a growing concern back in the day of, of the area. Newcastle produced quite a bit of coal. Um, the, the Newcastle trails that are around us um, if you are a trail person, they are wonderful trails. They're not, you know, they're not overly difficult to to do. And the great thing about it is, we have a fabulous, fabulous Boy Scout troop in Newcastle who has um, put up markings and historical information um, around the various trails. And some of the fun things they brought in historical photos. And so in on this one trail you can see where the former train trestle was that came through Newcastle to help get the coal out. And uh, it's no longer there, but they put a historical market right in the place where the, the train trestle used to be, uh, to, to do that. And on other trails they you can actually look down into a mine and they have the coal cars and oh, stuff. Wow. So the, and then the really, the really
0: well, th- Norma. Actually, if we can have you hang on with us, we're gonna have to go into a quick little break. But if you can stay on, we'll get right to the rest of that story on Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side,
1: and Eric is here from HomeBridge Financial Home Mortgage.
0: And speaking as part of the East Side of things, we have still with us Norma McKinney, who is the past president of the Newcastle Chamber of Commerce, a all volunteer organization. That's
1: right. Thanks again for joining us so much, Norma. Sure.
0: So you were saying right before we had to go into that break. So you were mentioning some like cool trails where you can actually still see into some of the old coal mines? Cause I know Renton is a former coal mine location as well, but I don't think we have anything that's still open and like visible.
2: Yeah, it's really quite, um, unique. And I, and again, I just reiterate that we have such a strong, um, troop of young men and boy scouts who, who
0: take on their um, pro- their Eagle,
1: eagle scout projects. projects. Awesome. Which is something
0: that Eric's done for years. <laughs> yes. I actually <laughs> mentor for eagle
1: scouts, so I know the programs well and they do some fantastic work, those kids.
2: Yes. They do. So you would love to, to walk around our trails because you will see the fruits of the boy scouts um, all over Newcastle on these trails. And it's it's fantastic. So uh-huh. yeah, you can see a lot, quite a bit of the of the, um, of the coal industry here. And one of the things that is interesting is that the um, cemetery for uh, Newcastle back in the day is still in play. The interesting thing about it is it is now not open to the public except for a couple of times a year, um, typically around Memorial Day and potentially on Newcastle Day. Mm-hmm. However, if you have a family member that is in the cemetery you can you can be buried in the cemetery if you want but only the only relationships can be in the cemetery no no one that doesn't have a relationship within the, the cemetery could be buried there
1: i would have oh, to be deceased wow. first too though correct I, well,
2: well, that's, you have to have a, a qualifying event yes Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah, just so checking. That's the kind of fun little thing, but you will find the who's who of the Brenton area, Newcastle area. Um, De La Rente, uh, which is a florist, mm-hmm. they, yeah. the De La Rentes are up there. Um, you will find, if you've been around the area a little bit longer, you will, you will recognize some of the names. And I will tell you, um, the markers are beautiful. Some of them are very, very oh. ornate. And um, it is fenced off, so you cannot go into it without. Um, uh, an escort. Uh, unfortunately, a few years, several years ago, several, several, we had some vandalism uh, mm-hmm. with the cemetery, and a decision oh. was made to protect the the cemetery. So now it is fenced off. But there are tours. Gotcha. Go.
1: And on the north side of of town, there's a little golf course up there, correct? <laughs>
2: just a yeah, little. One. <laughs> just a little little golf course up there. Yeah, a little eighteen holeer um, golf course and. Uh, which also has a wonderful driving range that, on pretty much every day, you can find my husband there practicing. Uh, <laughs> out there. So, uh, so that's good. A wonderful restaurant and bar. Uh, we yes. enjoy that. And the cool thing about the, um, the the golf course and the restaurant is that sunset they have a real live guy who does the bagpipes. And so you're out enjoying your favorite libation, or maybe you're enjoying a oh. late supper and such. You're enjoying the sunset, mm-hmm. and the bagpipes come. And I gotta tell you, it is fantastic.
1: Oh, that gives me goosebumps. It is so unique, yeah, it yeah.
2: does. In fact, last we were there last year, and we got, we we took a picture of the sunset with the bagpipes, and it mm-hmm. looked fake. It was amazing. Well, well that, that and they the, have been, go, yeah, ahead. go
1: ahead. beautiful. That course, you know, sits up on up on the mm-hmm. hill, and you're looking mm-hmm. west towards uh, the the water and well, the It's not, the even, it's not and, even just
0: west. I mean, the thing is, like, so I was on a date there like a year or two ago and I had forgotten because there's always people talking about like, oh, the Columbia Tower in downtown Seattle has one of the best views and whatnot. And I'm like, actually, I would almost offer to say that that view, because you can see fully south and north. I mean, you get a, you get yeah, a, it is a good wide sweeping. Degree. It's Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> so broad. That it, it is, is is probably one of the most stunning places mm-hmm. around, and that's and I, I have lots of other view places that I really enjoy, and I've done climbing up in the mountains and whatnot. But that is uh, for a place that you can drive to and enjoy oh, yeah. a libation and and it's, hang out. It's stunning. It's
1: a beautiful beautiful location mm-hmm. and, and and a great golf course. And Norma, tell tell them what used to be there.
0: A landfill. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's called a a, a a brownfield that has been converted. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of places around. A lot of people don't realize that in real estate, often we can take brownfields and convert them to some usable resource later on. And mm-hmm. so that's one of the things that happened in Newcastle, but like in Renton, there's also a, a place that used to be a quarry mm-hmm. that after mm-hmm. a period of time when the quarry wasn't useful any longer, they had to let it set and do some certain mitigation to it. And then that turned into a housing development. Mm-hmm. And so you see yes. things like that all mm-hmm. the time. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, right. That, that was something that I think for the housing that's built around that golf course, because uh, I've sold homes up in that mm-hmm. in that area, oh, okay. and there's some gorgeous, gorgeous places.
2: Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And you know, just right down the hill from the golf course is our Newcastle YMCA, C.A. And it is one of Mm -hmm. um, it's a fabulous facility for families and you know for people moving into the area who like to have that family atmosphere of working out as a family. It's right there as well, easy access to get to get into and full service facility of swimming and weights and classes and all sorts of things. So another great um, area to enjoy as well.
1: So, what does somebody if if they're considering moving to the northwest? and they're trying to decide on a neighborhood, they're trying to decide on a place to live, uh, what would you tell them, you know, if you're representing Newcastle? Right.
0: Pitch Newcastle.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, golly. Wow. Okay. Pitch Newcastle. Um, well, one of the things I like about Newcastle is when you go to the store, um, you invariably see somebody you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a small, I guess it's a small, it's not a ginormous community like Bellevue or Seattle or Kirkland mm-hmm. or Renton. It's just, you know, we're just this, Little area, um, and I like the fact that our businesses are—we have, like I mentioned earlier, big established biz- businesses, and then we have our new businesses that people are coming to enjoy and, and really uh, like. Um, so I think that whole aspect of community uh, fits really well with Newcastle. Uh, we're small enough, so, like I said, you'll see that when you go on what walk- you go on trails, you'll see people you recognize. You'll see, actually, Peggy, who Peggy is the all-volunteer person who leads up the trails, and you can see her pruning and doing things on the trails, and you just say, hey, Peggy, and she's out there working on behalf of the trails, and um, you do get that that smaller community feel in a very big area of, you know, King County. Um, And so I would say to somebody, if you're looking for a community, uh, if you're looking for saying hello to people on trails. If you're looking for concerts in the park where you can literally park you know, 50 feet and where you're going to plop your, your blanket in the summertime, uh, if you're looking for uh, a place just to en- enjoy, I would say Newcastle should be on your top list.
0: Well, I think you just did the best job of encapsulating or at least broadening what is on your Chamber of Commerce website the phrase stay connected. Mm. Mm -hmm. Everything you just described is, I mean, as you kept talking about, I was like, you know, COVID must've been very hard for people in Newcastle from the standpoint of, uh, I can't get out and go see my friends, but, but it sounds, you know, as someone, well, Eric and I are both very community minded individuals. So, um, most of our listeners know that we do a ton of volunteerism ourselves we love highlighting things like this. Uh, our listeners also know that I'm on the chamber board of directors for the uh, you know, Renton Chamber. And it is, it's great to get an opportunity to highlight an organization like yours. Because um, if you are somebody, it, it's hard sometimes to find people who will volunteer, mm-hmm. but it sounds like you've got a whole community just really geared and built around that kind of mindset. And so for someone considering that as an area... To to land if they're moving to Washington, uh, it it would be a, a, a perfect pairing of sorts. It
2: would be and interesting. It's not just the, the chamber who is all volunteer, but we actually have a community um, community events team that actually is all volunteer as well. And so we work in concert with them as well as our as well as the volunteer arts council mm. uh, is all volunteer. The historical society is all volunteer. So to that point, volunteerism uh, is big in Newcastle, this, we could not do all what we do without people who are willing to step up. It's not so, just coal in his veins. Vein. That's, that's right. Exactly. So that's right. That's right. It's a place to enjoy and and, and and be part of your community, which is what I think we all strive to be.
1: Excellent. And and I know you've got, so you've got just towards the end of the summer here, the big Newcastle Days events coming up. Do you need volunteers? Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, we always need volunteers, so uh, we are uh, in the process. Actually, we just had our board meeting last week and said, "Guess what we're doing? We're going out and saying hello, 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 volunteers!" So yes, every it's uh, a lot of hands make easy work, as we all mm-hmm. remember that phrase mm-hmm. for
1: sure, absolutely for sure.
0: Couldn't agree with you more.
1: Well, that's that's awesome. It's good to have community like that, uh, and you you described a, a really almost a feeling, you mm-hmm. know, for for living in that community. Yeah. And you know, it 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 really takes a special person. Not everybody has that that built in willingness to serve, and uh, mm-hmm. it's a it's a rare thing when you when you come across it, and especially even more so if you've got such a big organization. Mm-hmm. Everybody's jumping in and and doing that.
0: Well, and I have some new restaurants I need to
1: go check out. <laughs> I know I. I <laughs> Come on. And it sounds like uh, for we'll do sure, it.
0: we'll do it. I love checking out new places and the guy I'm dating, we both love trying out new spaces. So this sounds like a, a fun new challenge for us to go check out. And I have clients who I've sold homes to in Newcastle. So I'll have to be like, ring them up. Mm-hmm. Let's go have dinner. So that's right. Okay. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Well, Norma, we want to thank you so much for being on with us today. Thank you so much for your valuable time and all your years of service and volunteering.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Oh,
2: you're welcome. Hey, thank you both too, and thanks for having me on. It's been a, a lot of fun talking with you. Well, yes.
1: thank you very much. We'll we'll probably see you on on the tenth, and um, give our best to Peggy when you see her on the trail there.
0: <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> All right.
1: Absolutely. Thanks so much, Norma. Right, okay. Uh, bye-bye. Take care. Bye bye. Well, that's awesome. So I learned a little bit more about Newcastle.
0: I know. Isn't that great? Mm. Well, and so I just want to let our listeners know that this is going to be an ongoing series for us. Mm -hmm. So because, you know, I've had a couple people give me a little bit of a hard time because yeah, I know I... Live in Renton, and we highlight a bunch of things that are in Seattle. And we do talk about other communities all the time. Mm-hmm. Anacortis, Oak Harbor, Squim were just recent ones that came on the show. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, we're going to be doing more of this mm-hmm. so you can get a highlight of every city in the local region.
1: Excellent. All right. Well, we've got more open house with Team Riba coming right back up after just a real quick uh, short messages. And Give these an are update not on the volunteer. market. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. Eric Osnes here from HomeBridge Financial Home Mortgage.
0: And Reba Haas from Team Reba. And
1: thanks for listening in. So mm-hmm. I learned a, quite a bit there from Norma McKinney from the Newcastle Chamber of Commerce.
0: Did you know? Well, What was your most favorite thing?
1: Um, I, I, really, Peggy, beer? Peggy out there trimming the trails. <gasps> I <laughs> kind of want to go take a walk and you know see what Peggy's up to now. So that's that's pretty cool.
0: Peggy, or do you want to see what the Eagle Scouts are doing?
1: Well, and the Eagle Scouts for sure. You know, so I've I've mentored Eagle Scouts over the years, and I have two boys, both were Eagle Scouts. Mm-hmm. are Eagle Scouts—you're always an Eagle Scout once you once you you make it through that. Uh, in fact, I, I wouldn't let them get their driver's licenses until they got their Eagle Scout. Uh, I probably would have relented really? on that. No, I told them I go no license till you get your Eagle Scout. And they're like, all right. And they did, they did. It worked out. It worked out great. I I would have backed off of that, but they were they were committed to it, and both of them got it done. They did some great projects, and uh, some of the, the 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 to to become an Eagle Scout uh, requires meeting all the requirements uh, through the scouting, including mm-hmm. uh, earning a whole bunch of merit badges, and then your culminating uh, Eagle Scout project involves. Um, setting up a a project that will do some sort of a good for the community, raising the funds Mm -hmm. to do it, organizing it, getting volunteers, um, doing the project, and then preparing a report, uh, which would be presented to the Eagle Scout Committee, you know, to be, to be approved. And it's, it's a big deal for, you know, a kid who's not even 18 years old, Mm -hmm. you know, to put all that together. Um, So statistically, uh, folks that are uh, Eagle Scouts uh, have, you know, they do well in life. They, mm-hmm. you know, they have.
0: it's like Girl Scouts.
1: Yeah, same thing. It, you know, it's We've a it's a women character in building endeavor. Yeah,
0: that we're Girl Scouts. Absolutely. Right? You know,
1: so yeah. Absolutely. I,
0: I have to say, I was a Girl Scout back in the day, and. Froze my little tushy off, <laughs> carrying the yeah. boxes around of there cookies. You go. You know, oh yeah, I, I was I was pushing the the sugar crack. Yeah, they got the market so, cornered
1: on that. Man, yes, man. they do. They yeah. do. Isn't that, but is that coming up? When is that? They already had it. it was uh, did I miss it?
0: Oh yes, ah. I I purposely try to miss the cookie <laughs> crack. Yeah, I have no. I have a niece who she and her daughters have all done mm. <laughs> yeah. the pushing. Oh man, but anyway. Let's talk more about Newcastle yeah. than we are about the cookies. Um, so we just had Norman McKinney on um, talking about the chamber of businesses. They have about 150 or more businesses inside of that chamber. But I asked during our interview about the housing there, mm-hmm. right? Because if someone's coming here, you know, it's it's a smaller downtown in mm-hmm. Newcastle, right? right. Um, probably a lot of home-based businesses as well mm-hmm. uh, as part of that. And that's people who are part of the chamber also. But I asked if she knew the number of houses and she didn't know offhand, but you and I, at least from a, you know, from the show's perspective, are like, let's take a look at what, what does the housing look like there? Right. Right. So you were looking at an online resource and you saw what in that mapping tool?
1: I just, I just ran at prices low to high. And the the low mm-hmm. price was a surprising three hundred and seventy nine thousand for a condo, mm-hmm. and the high price was just under two point five million uh, for a five bedroom mm-hmm. five bedroom house. And I thought, you know, number one, a condo at three seventy nine definitely piqued my my interest. Excuse me, two mm-hmm. point about two point seven million uh, for a uh, five bedroom four bath house, five thousand square feet. Uh, so, you know, it, it covers the gamut. I always in my mind, have thought of Newcastle as you know, more expensive than Renton, but maybe less expensive than uh, Bellevue. And that kind of rings true.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100% it does. I'm looking at kind of what the volume is there. Cause, because it is a smaller community. She mentioned it's only like three square miles, roughly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm looking at, like, in the last 30 days, only 15 sold properties. Yeah. Right? Currently pending, there's 19. So, um, and that's not counting pending inspections. Let me throw that in there. Pending inspection plus pending. Nope, still 19. Okay. 19. <laughs> Just 19. <laughs> okay, we're there. Yeah. Um, active units, 22 total.
1: 22.
0: So it's not a lot. Mm-hmm. Right? And the thing is, by the way, make sure if you are trying to look within Newcastle, don't just look by zip code, because Newcastle, both of its zip codes, 98056 and 98059, are shared with Renton communities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, So you wanna make sure that you actually get the city name in mm-hmm. there, uh, if that's indeed where you want to, to be residing. Right. Um, just to give you an idea of the 22 that are active, um, well, actually, I take that back. A couple of those are just rentals that are coming up. So let's see. One, two, three. Three of those 22 are rentals or other type things. Um, So really, we only have 19 that are active on the market. So we do see uh, townhouses that are over a million. I see uh, houses from the 60s. There's a lot of that. Uh, here's a townhouse on Lake Boren that's currently listed at eight hundred and sixty nine thousand, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. which is kind of cute. Uh, being able to look at that little water view there, uh, and the yes, the two point seven million dollar house that's on market currently is at the Reserve at Newcastle, which is quite a gorgeous community.
1: Well, the house itself is gorgeous as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm looking at I'm looking at a it's you know just a beautiful beautiful place yeah now if you took that same house Mm -hmm. and plunked that down on mercer island oh my goodness what would it sell for
0: uh let me go back to the square footage on that oh uh that would be selling closer to four to five million
1: that would be my guess too yeah 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 Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so not a not a bad area to look into Yeah, if if you're in that price range. Yeah, if you're
0: wanting to get any value for money and a gorgeous home uh, that also has good commuting options, depending on you know where you're needing to commute to, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, some really really great options available there. So, um, and I'm looking. Let me just take a quick gander because this is one of the things that's kind of fun. Is like when we get into these databases that we have access to, you can run all kinds of different you know, statistics, right? So for me, I'm curious right now for the properties that sold in the last 30 days, because last week, remember, we had a show where we were talking about what the market's been doing, Mm -hmm. right? So, um, and we were saying days on market were a little bit longer. And lo and behold, I'm doing a quick search on this. And you can kind of see that that's true. So as we went into late may and june um yeah we're seeing some places that sold less than a week and we had a few of them that it looks like within the first two to three weeks they went on market um not a single one that i am looking at in fact one of them sold same day uh yeah not a single one of them went over 30 days
1: yeah, I'm not surprised by that. I see
0: 29 that. days is uh, and that was for a 2.9 million dollar property.
1: Wow. You know, I I think this definitely ranks as one of the more desirable neighborhoods, especially mm-hmm. on the east side. And yeah. and still, you know, as affordable as affordable gets, mm-hmm. you know, for the for the east side.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking at some of these homes like the one that sold at 2.9 million. Uh it's got views. It was 5,890 square feet. Five bedroom, three and a half bath with a fireplace uh, in Newcastle Vista, just um, you know, China Creek development. Super gorgeous, hmm. built in twenty fourteen. So oh, okay. Still yeah. in eight great. Eight years old. Eight, yeah, yeah, eight years old. Modern design. I mean, a lot of times, you know. In fact, actually, I'm glad that we brought that up because a lot of times you think. In Newcastle, it's some of the older style homes, are more mm-hmm. like 80s, 90s, mm-hmm. um, because some of that was also building up when like Microsoft was spouting out its millionaires for a while. Right. Um, but it's not just you know yeah. 80s, 90s, early 2000s. It's uh, it's a lot more than that. Um, but yeah, now I'm looking at uh, some interesting homes, and even stuff in uh, the 70s. Like uh, there's a split level I'm looking at. It went on at nine ninety five. Now again, this was May as we were just starting to get into those higher interest rates. Nine ninety five sold for one point two million in five
1: days. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah, they have the same dynamics as everybody else.
1: Yep. And this it's one of those areas that's gonna just keep going up just like everything else around here. And uh, um you know so that's that's well, good well
0: proximity to downtown Bellevue I mean mm-hmm. think about that you know downtown Bellevue continues to grow there's a huge tower in downtown right now that's right. going up so anticipating that we're just going to keep Seaside. on growing. yep
1: it's going to keep happening well hope that was inf- interesting for all of you I sure learned a lot and yes. I'm going to have to maybe head up the News golf course Newcastle. sip a cocktail listen to the bagpipes yeah <laughs> watch actually, the sunset we should do that that'd be fun that sounds like a good time well have a great weekend everyone talk to you next week